Hi, it's Karen from See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. We're the podcast for parents with young children, and we know that life with kids is messy, but we're here to celebrate those messes, from spilled milk to emotions spilling out of little volcanoes. And you know what? We really believe in you. You got this, and you're not alone. I just want you to know a little something about your host. Karen Deerwester is an educator, author, and all-in cheerleader for kids being kids. Karen has been a corporate spokesperson as well as a reasonable and reliable voice for kids and parents in print and on TV on NBC, MSNBC, NPR, Parents Magazine, and many more. Best of all, Karen leads the parent-child classes right here at B'nai Torah Congregation of Boca Raton, Florida. Get ready for some fun, a ton of encouragement, and maybe a little inspiration. Today's podcast is Favorite and Least Favorite Stages. Parents might feel like they're supposed to love every age and stage of children's development. It can't be. Some parents genuinely love the baby stage, including sleepless nights and slowing down to baby time schedules. Others love the sassy attitude of a certain precocious preschooler. But if parents are truly honest with themselves, I think they'll admit that some stages are easier and more fun than others. I have two of my favorite moms at the square table today. I'm excited to hear how Susie Siegel and Brett Bennett feel about the stages that their children have gone through. Susie, I'd I'd like to ask you to get us started since we picked this topic based on something you said in class a few weeks ago. It was called, it was the Powerful Me class. Do you remember? I hate the stage. (laughs) (laughs) You really hated this stage. Okay, so tell everybody like where you are in your parenting journey. Uh, Well, I have a a three and a half year old and I have a 17 month old and they're both, I would say my three and a half year old is pretty easy and my 17 month old is the more difficult child right now. Um, And temperamentally they are different that way as well. This morning we had a horrible morning with the three and a half year old wouldn't get dressed, temper tantrums galore, everything like that. But generally speaking, she's the easier child. Um, But the 17-month-old has a mind of her own. And it's really fun, but it's really challenging. So she went from this sweet, um, outgoing, bubbly personality toddler into this no and my way stage is that is that accurate not a little bit yeah i mean she's learning she's learning really quickly what she can get away with she's learning really quickly she wants to do everything her sister does but she doesn't realize she's you know not as big and not capable of it um she's also testing the waters a lot um you know i mean every time we get in the car it's a struggle i mean complete meltdown um she doesn't like listening to some of the rules we we climb tables we climb chairs we we put our hands in things that we shouldn't um and she doesn't really understand the word no right but we're trying right but um and so why did you why why i don't even remember that day okay exactly but um there's just it's just it's constant as opposed yeah. to the three-and-a-half-year-old, I think it's a little easier, obviously. Because you can have a conversation. We, and well, and she can speak back to me, Yeah. So, which is not always a good thing, but you know what I mean. We okay. can communicate. We can talk about it. We can explain, you know, why we say the things that we do. Um, so I would just say that's the phase we're in. And you said you had a, a flip this morning with your 17-month-old. 
that you that you that you that yes. you love it so and hate it. She, so she woke up this morning and was easy peasy. Listened, had breakfast, got ready for school, everything like. I mean, it was no big deal. And the three and a half year old literally had meltdown after meltdown after meltdown. Would not get dressed. Would not eat breakfast. Would not do her shoot hair. Literally refused all day long, which you know. And hopefully it's just one day done, and it's hopefully. not a new stage. Because threes are the power <laughs> stage. I mean, I, I, I remember some educators in California that said, you want to know why three-year-olds love dinosaurs? Because they've got power. And, and it was like, oh, yeah. And, and if the terrible twos are mild, the threes can be really crazy. So hopefully you're not getting to that. Uh, but yes, the independence and just, I mean, I know that your 17-month-old pulls you full speed ahead into whatever new adventure that yeah. she has in mind. Yeah. Like, just to sum it up, I mean, my three-year-old, I could take anywhere. My 17-month-old is very specific places these days. Just because I have to build up that comfort that I can take you places. Okay. So, okay. Anyways, and then we'll come and back. I think you have the opposite, Brett. <laughs> so we'll come back to where you can't take her. Yeah. Okay, so take it away, Brett. You're a mom of two also. Yes. Yeah, so, but, but, uh, so Susie has two girls. Two girls. I have, have two, two boys. boys. Um, um, a, th- a three, a three, three and a half year old, um, and will be three and a half in about three days, and um, a nine-month-old, nine he'll be nine months tomorrow. Um, so I would say, I mean, I'm a little laughing at Susie just because I was thinking back to Nate, my oldest, three and a half, and Susie's like, you know, saying in 17 months, and I'm thinking, oh, when was it that I took Nate to have drinks with a friend, and he <laughs> broke two glasses at the restaurant, <laughs> and there were a few other episodes with a lot of throwing and a lot of things that happened, and that was for us, like, in the uh, right before two, so in like that twenty-two yeah. month. Because um, terrible stage. twos, of course, never start at two. They start the minute they say no and mine and decide they're going to assert this independence. Exactly, and so I feel like at least since I haven't the second time around, I'm not at that seventeen-month, you know, that kind of walking independent stage. We we were at like we started having that like weird tantrum here and there, like a year and a half. We were kind of like, wait a sec, I didn't think this was happening until two, but it was kind of like a little bit humorous, Mm -hmm. you know? Two came along, and I never would have said the terrible twos. I think every once in a while something would happen, and we'd say, oh, it's the terrible twos. But I knew, I mean, everyone forewarned us that the threes are like, and threes have been crazy. I mean, granted, the, you know, my three-and-a-half-year-old has been through more changes in his life at three than possible. Mm-hmm. A new brother, a move uh, from different states, living with his grandparents, a new school, school. going to school, had a nanny. Like, it, it, so much has happened that I can't even quite pinpoint what it is. But it's just, I think for us, it was a lot of also the being potty trained because we trained him like the week before he was three it was three-year-olds who live in florida are potty trained and i (laughs) don't told him that that was just that was it because yeah i think of the month in august what we were like i mean that it just that was just gross and terrible but um yeah and i think like i don't know it was I think the hardest thing I've ever done in my life is potty training. Which I love, which I love. And <laughs> I'll come back no to ask about potty training. The opposite experience. Yeah. So, far, so far, yeah. so far. Yeah. Because here's what happens. And again, what I want to really like highlight in this conversation uh, for everybody out there listening is that 
you know, like each stage brings a new challenge that either like you're ready to cheerlead and go, yeah, I love that. Okay, you broke two glasses, but what an adventure we had. <laughs> and then you realize potty training, like when I wrote the books on potty training, I was like, well, sure, you know, you just, you it's a skill, it's social emotional, you get all these factors lining up together, it's great. And then I started interviewing parents and I went, oh no, it's a power struggle because all of a sudden you have to steer and guide this developmental sequence without taking over or doing too much or yeah you can't but you can't, you actually can't go do in it the for, them. for them you can't and so some if you come in heavy-handed you get big resistance you know there's it's it's a it's a dance I think that says it's more complicated than that first baby dance of attachment of getting to know each other because you're getting to know each other as two people that are a little bit fighting for control or management of a situation. So, I mean, it's definitely my proudest moment. Okay, I don't think so, I've been more proud. So, I think potty training was by far the most proud I've Okay, so, so what were the things that drove you crazy in it? Because, um, again, I just want to celebrate the, the, the challenge potty training I mean it, again it was a I was in a very fragile state literally I had moved down <laughs> like a week with a three month like my planning of it was probably beyond poor but that being said it was just like I mean yeah I mean I I, I followed a few different guidance you know and like I mean your kid is just going to the bathroom wherever <laughs> he wants to go to the bathroom. And mind you, I, mean, I was li- we're living at my parents' house. And like they're like, is this like a dog? You're like training <laughs> up because someone is doing number two by a plant. <laughs> um, but, you know, so that was just, you know, that's a challenge in its own no matter what age you do it, even though it kind of happens around a certain age. Okay, so I want to hear the rest yeah. of the process. But my first question for you is, is some of the challenge of hating a stage or a, 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 a whatever a, a t- developmental skill is some of it that um, the books tell you if you do this, this, and this, you can manage it easily or well. And so you you get out there with the best plan, and you're like. No, I can't control this in the way I thought I can. And then the question is, I'm going to set it back to you, Susie, for the when, the places you can't take your 17-month-old. You know, is it because I'm, you think you're supposed to be able to do certain things in a certain way? I mean, a little bit. I guess I've really come. I love to get... I love to get other people's opinions, and I love to read... Up, you know, I, I do like to get the full picture, but I am a huge believer that it's it's an independent... It's a, you know... It's you and your child. Yeah, it's yeah. you and your child. You know your child. You know you, and you work it. And that's kind of what we did. I I followed you know one of those methods that you know everyone recommended. And Naked time. We, yeah, we kind of you know did our own little version of it and tried to make it work. You know, because I'm sorry, bribing with M and M's was <laughs> was the way to go for weeks. So <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't, I couldn't do it any other way. Okay. But um, yeah, I think it's I love, and I think it's also really nice of that is what you know, millennial parents, we have, we can crowdsource so much, um, but we also have, or at least I feel like the uh, moms I surround myself have are independent enough to make, you know, and confident enough to make work what they know will be best. I love it. Okay. I'm going to come back to the pottying stage, potting training stage, and then your proudest moment. But let me just double check with, with Susie. So the um, the places that I the was, places you can't go. I mean, is it because it, lately it's it's been restaurants. 
Um, I wasn't really too terrified of restaurants up until recently, and it's just, you know what, we just have to be careful where we go because um, we do have two kids. And listen, we can only control so much, and if they're crying or they're throwing food or whatever, I mean, obviously we can only do so much, but um, but it's not as enjoyable anymore. But I, I don't want to give it up. I mean, I think right. us going out, you know, is important. I don't think we need to go out all that often, but it is important to us just to get out. So is part of the coming to terms with the, the shock state, you know, whether it's the, the shock of a, a new personality that you're just seeing or a new stage is like, Phew, what used to work doesn't work. Yeah, but the difference is now is that I know there's an end in sight. Uh, I okay. didn't know that with Sarah. Um, my three and a half year old. Yeah, yeah. I never saw an end in sight. I literally thought we were never going to eat out again. I, I thought we were going to be in this phase forever. And I know that I probably have another good six months, but I know there's an end in sight. And I, how, I mean, that's golden. Yeah. I mean, that's just I'm, golden. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm obviously, I, <laughs> I'm I can't sure be. I'm sure you'll be able to but, take your two daughters but, to restaurants. But I know in a that things way. will calm down. It'll be much more enjoyable. Yeah. We'll be able to really enjoy being out as a family together. Um, it's just hard right now. It's just really hard. Um, and it means letting go of wanting it to be the way yeah. you wish it'll be. It's also I, like traveling right now. Um, you know, we drove to Orlando, and it was a really, really long three and a half hours. Yeah. A really long three and a half hours. So for us to take a road trip anytime soon is just not going to happen. Um, I'm a little terrified of flying, too. But <laughs> we will figure it out if we have to go somewhere. Right. Um, but I, I just know the stage that we're in. Uh, you know, my 17-month-old does not want to sit. She does not want to be forced to do something. She wants to be on her own and do whatever she wants whenever she wants. Okay, so let me just throw out there just in case anybody... I mean, I love that. I think those are the right responses. Adapting, making it your own. Um, but if somebody were to think that if you adapt to the child or adapt to the stage that somehow they're winning, you're losing, then I think that that's just like the wrong way to think about it. I think you really have to let go and say, you know what, this my old expectations of how this is supposed to be or somebody's expectations of what my child should act like in this moment in time is not within my control at all. So it's some of the success is just, no, no, this is who they are. And, and I, I have to adapt to them. Yeah, and I don't know about you, but I feel it's easier to adapt that with the second than the first. The first, I got upset by things. But the second, I'm, I'm you know what, it's all a phase. Yeah. And even like routines, when you get in a routine and you change, you know you'll get into a new routine soon. You know you'll get into a new rhythm soon. Um, you don't know how long it's going to last, but I, I think it's a little easier. I don't know if you agree or not. Yeah, I feel like, you know, I, I, I guess, I don't know if it's a little, you know, interesting enough how we both have the same sex, you know, so we can have a little bit more of a comparison between two, even though, you know, you could still have it with a boy girl, but it just makes it a little different. Um, but are a little similar to me. Uh, but I would say, I guess it's also a lot so far, I mean, I, Oliver's only nine months old, but they are really different personalities. So I don't know how things are going to be kind of different. And I feel like for us, at least, and this is everybody, but specifically us, like our environments moving from, you know, yeah. New York City to Florida are and so different. And lifestyles yeah. are really different to what we had with Nate. Um, but, like, yeah, they're, you know, I while I may not have loved every stage with you know so far in the three and a half uh, years um, I, I I really love the word more challenging than you know difficult difficult um, but 
you know, I think that, yeah, I guess it is a little bit based on, and also the dynamics. We're not three anymore, we're four. Like, that just is, like, mind-blowing in itself. And I think that makes the state that does make the stages also very different because you're juggling two in two different stages yeah, with two and, different needs and personalities right and you know like uh, Oliver started to crawl so much faster than and earlier than Nate has so like what does that mean how is the stage is going to be affected differently um, because of that I mean my I mean I'm just in heaven stage now and I mean really I always say like and I said this the first time around the six months when they can solid it up and you just plop them somewhere <laughs> your life's changed because and they're not moving they're your life's changed you just are like oh they can plop they're not like they're just they're not you know they're okay that they they're so excited about sitting up now they don't need to roll all over the place they're just got their toy and they're sitting up they're so happy and i love and they're that. watching you and, and taking they're watching in exactly. everything i mean you're yeah. just you're just you, you all of a sudden you have this freedom to right. move back and enjoy right. watching them. And now we're in the crawling stage. So, you know, fortunately, you got to make sure you're watching because you don't know what he's going to get into. But it's still so, like, the. I mean, I've characterized him since the beginning of this. But, like, there's such a deliciousness. Love it. Love it's it. so delicious. Well, I want to come back to the potty training. Then I will come back to baby stages because, you know, I, I want to be able to, to validate every mom out there that's thinking, like, no, no, like, baby stage wasn't my favorite. Um, but explain that journey from the the surprises of potty learning stage to, as you said, your proudest moment? Yeah, I mean, I would say, gosh, you know, and again, I'll just say I, I was personally in a really fragile state during it, but, um, you know, they, I, I did so many things wrong. I yelled, I freaked out, I like, I mean, I did all the things you're not supposed to do when you're potty training, but like literally when they've, like you're supposed to leave for Shabbat dinner and he just peed in his <laughs> clothes, you're just like, I don't know what to do anymore. I can only just scream. Um, kind of thing but it was I mean we you know in every and I know you know potty training can be so drastically different for so many people I mean we were very lucky he within the first week did number two at a stranger's house like I'm like okay if we're if this if we're on this path like yeah, we yeah. are doing you know well but we we still in a you know in the same thing you still experience accents here and there because they're just having too much fun they don't want to go right, and I'm like right. you've been trained now for six plus months you know better than that um but you know I the really the myth of parenting you know better yeah, right exactly <laughs> you know? of because course. again it's that idea that it's not linear there's right. no way that it's like got this never have to revisit it move Moving forward, you know, right. just. But I mean, I think that you know, it was a process that we got through. You know, we didn't, we didn't. It wasn't. It was a few weeks, and then it got, you know, pretty aced. And like I said, we still have accidents. But I just, I think, I, I can't even actually pinpoint. And I wish I would have written in a journal like the moment I was like, this, this. I am so proud today. But it was just, I think, when we really got over the hump. And, and you were proud of yourself, not just him. Oh, yeah, I'm more proud of myself. <laughs> that's, that's big. I mean, I, because I think, I mean, as a teacher, I think that's what we gain from a child that challenges us, that, that makes us mm, be really um, present and tuned in and not just, like, take something for granted. And so I think that every every personality and stage that challenges us, it's like you discover something in yourself that's well worth it if you 
can let can can allow yourself yeah. that. Well, it's funny because you just said proud of me, and what's funny is Nate today, and it's while I kind of he's riding on like a four wheeler bike, so it's not you know he's not quite a two wheeler, but he was for a long time he was like going up hills and then like just like just jumping off the bike and like getting hurt. <laughs> I'm like this is just disastrous. Why are you doing this? Like just slow down, like a kind of just kind of thing. And somehow I got into this thing that now for a lot of things, but specifically with the bike riding and that he slowed down. He said, even today, we did it. Mommy, you're proud of me? You're proud of me? And it's so funny that you bring up proud, and I was more proud of myself at the pie dream, but it's like, that's a whole, that's part of this whole stage. Like, they, and you you see it from, it starts from when they're a baby, but now that they can voice it, yeah. that they want, like, our, af- like, they just want us to To know that the world that we, noticed yes, their success. Yes, yes. You know, it doesn't minimize the inner gauge of success, because he's feeling it, and he knows it, and you can say, and, and you're proud of yourself too, but look what you've accomplished, you know, but to be able to move because they care. I mean, and that's why those peer relationships get so complicated in the threes because they know that there's, you know, little judgments out there in the world. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, who's my best friend today. Who's my yeah. best friend. So, um, you know, those things, you know, I don't know about with boys, but with girls, those those oh. those can hurt a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you feel it too? Oh, we're talking about it yet to move on to the best friend thing. That's a whole other thing. I mean, the best was, I think that, I think the first time last, so he wasn't quite three yet. He must have been like a little shy of three. I think my sister was visiting us and said, who's your best friend? And he said, mommy. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. he went into uh, Sophia, our nanny, was his best friend for a short period of time. Um, and then now we're starting back into the best friend thing with with parent, mommy, daddy, Jima, Oliver. He's very all over this. Yeah. And then he said into school, he made a comment about one about a few friends, but they're best friends, so I'm not their best friend. Like, and it's, yeah, so it's like so interesting that, and that's what this stage is like. There is a lot of tension. There's a lot of fight with my three and a half year old, which is just humorous <laughs> to say that we're like arguing because I don't know what we're arguing about. <laughs> but like, just the like the oh my gosh, the development right now and just the awareness of life is like so. It's, it's the amazing. whole world opens up for them. It's at just yeah. it's to- yeah, and then. So to go back to kind of all this stuff for me, and I know people pie train different stages, the three, we did that at the three mark. That was our mark. And to me, I think, you know, walking is a huge independent thing. And I think that's what Susie's finding with Hannah. You know, it's been, Climbing, running, yeah, jumping. Off all cliffs. of the buff. So yeah, so it's that walking thing is that whole thing of independence. And then I, to me, like the next big independence, like, hurdle for me was I, I noticed with the potty training because I can I can do this thing on my own I'm no longer yeah. you know and even at night he's still wearing something but like it's that like I don't know he, he's like macho I need my privacy I'm going <laughs> to the bathroom I'm doing my thing love it love yeah. it Susie the the big world part of having a three-year-old does that feel easy and comfortable for you yeah I mean typically she's my easier child so there's yeah. not too much that scares me with her but I mean, you know, we, uh, it's just the listening. How nice is that? I mean, because not is. everybody gets to feel that. Yeah. Um, and, and it's yeah. true. I mean, we laugh at, at we laugh at you. We do <laughs> lovingly in class with knowing that your first daughter was just sort of like, I'll, you know, I'll touch this, but I'll do it in the same way that mommy's, co- you know, that mommy yeah. is happy that I'm not making huge messes yeah. and and I'm very. P- 
polite and, and fine motor. I mean, my fingers yeah. are going here, like, because she was, she's, she's, she, she doesn't take up a lot of space. She uses her small space right. with intensity and joy. Compared to my second. Compared to your second daughter that's like, here I am, world. And, Climbing on the table. And, and she's just very different from you. Yes. So explain the when you have a child that's different from you. Um, well, I think it's good. I, I don't think, you know, me being so nervous, I think a little of that is reflected in Sarah, which I don't like, but at the same time, um, you know, I'm trying to instill the confidence in her. And but there she, is a nature nurture thing because again, she yeah. is, she, she does seem to have that with her yeah. without you creating that for her. I mean, we go to the playground sometimes and she's very scared to do some things and you know, my husband cringes and he's like, it's, she's all you. She gets so scared. And it's true. I mean, I do get really scared a lot of times and I do have, you know, I get nervous a lot. Um, and it is reflected in her, but at the same time, I am trying to boost her confidence and, and try and teach her things that she can do this on her own or, at the, you know, mm-hmm. let her try it on her own. Um, but Her the, sister's going to help her with it. I, I think her sister's going to run the show and she's going to follow her. That's right. She's <laughs> going to look with awe like, what did you just do yeah. and why yeah. would you even think of that? Yeah. And then she'll get yeah. to vicariously but experience it. But I love it because they are so close. Mm-hmm. Um, they are two years apart, which... I never had a sister, so I never had that relationship growing up, but they will be so close, and I think they'll balance each other, yeah. um, which is good. I don't really think two of the same would have been. I think it's good for both of them. Yeah. So. Um, and so then having a child that's different than you. Talk about this stretch out of your comfort zone. Uh, well, it's not crazy yet. I mean, it's definitely, um, Sarah definitely had that side of her, too. Um, you know, not as much as Hannah, but I think I'm more confident as a mother now. So it doesn't scare me as much. It scared me a lot. I remember from age one to two, I felt like it was a very, very hard year. Um, I decided to get pregnant at the same time, so yeah. it clearly wasn't yeah. that hard. Yeah. <laughs> decided to have a second child. Well, so just, so yeah, I'll, just, um, I'll just go back to what I know and love. <laughs> <laughs> um, I clearly wasn't that crazy. So I decided yeah. to have a second, but I do remember. But I have to say, you, you, that fear and anxiety did not. I mean, it, it did it, not it, cause it me did, to say I'm not going to have another child. And it didn't. It didn't show. I mean, you were just yeah. so casual and funny about. <laughs> Look what my child's doing. Yeah. That, um, yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely different than how I act, but um, I appreciate it because it's her sense of humor. Yeah. It's her personality. I mean, her personality is big, and, big. and I love it. Um, you know, she's also funny. I mean, and it's funny to say that, like, 17-month-old, but she's funny. I mean, and the things that she tries to do, and, I mean, she just started climbing on the couch, and she, like, planks herself on the couch, and, like, and it's just the fun, and she's so proud of herself when she gets up there, and, I mean, but, and loving, too. She's a lot more loving than Sarah was at this age. She's really good into kisses and hugs, and so it's it's a big personality. You you get it all. You get it all. And I think with every struggle is there's always two sides to the coin. Totally. And, and it's the idea that the strengths, yeah. you know, are going to be the things that can drive you crazy. Yeah. And um, At this age, Sarah, when I was home with her, I had to spend a lot of time sitting with her and playing. And it used to bother me. Now, of course, I miss it. But it used to bother me because yeah. I couldn't get anything done. I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't do anything. And Hannah's the complete opposite. I mean, she's running around the house. She owns the house. And I miss it. But they're two totally different kids. Um, so. so the other part about stages, I think, that happens a lot, um, and whether it's something you've experienced or you see it in, in parents around you, is the idea of looking for the next stage. 
you know, or, you know, so it's like, how hard is it um, to stay in a stage with your child and just, and just trust? I mean, as you said, the stages aren't going to last forever. Um, Where, where, how does that fall for you? Well, I think it's interesting because you wanted to touch on it. I think we can touch on that newborn baby stage in this because those sleepless nights, that just crazy, bizarre (laughs) thing that is just like zombie zone for so many reasons where we're covering, like just everything. It's like, when is this going to be over? When is it going to be over? But I do... I, and I actually know a handful of people, very close friends, who do not like that stage, and they will admit it, and that's totally fair. There's some of it that I, how, I can't get enough. I mean, this I brought this human into this world. Like, it's, you know, he, you know, for me, he's like a week old, two weeks old, you know, three weeks old, a month. Like, just that whole phenomenon is just, like, huge for me. But it is, like, and you know you will get past that, you know? But getting past that, whenever that is, whenever you have that full night sleep that first time, you know, you just want to, like, scream for joy. You're so excited, but... That you want to keep, keep getting up and checking on them, yeah. too, because you don't want to let it grow. Right. It's like, but no, it's like, don't grow. Right, but it is something like, wait, like, we're, we're, we're you know, past that, like, crazy, just like, I, those early, 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 early days, yeah. which still are really, you know, following. And you felt that way first time around as well? Both time. I fortunately had, to be honest, I think... Think. Really good sleepers, pretty. I did have pretty good sleepers yeah. early on, but I think that I think I actually had, and again, I think there was a lot of stuff going on in life, but I think I had a, more of those dark moments the second time than the first. I mean, nursing for me was easier. It wasn't necessarily easier the first time. I think I just had I just had more patience the first time. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes the second one just a little different. And again, a lot of like things changing in our lives um but yeah I feel very fortunate I had you know the I I had very positive postpartum you know experiences where and I get a hundred percent why it's different for everyone the so statistics I get that. on postpartum are just yeah so, so I get that and that's yeah. it's a huge part of when is that stage over not for for yourself and for your child in that way so I and, and family as a whole so I get that um but you know it's so it's such an, you know, interesting part because then that part's over and then you're like, you know, I have it with my sister now. She, her, my niece is just really starving. All they want to do is when is she going to walk? When is she going to walk? When is she going to walk? And I understand why it's like, it's heavy carrying, you know, you can't let her go anywhere. Then you'll be chasing her and they have one. So that's like a lot different to just be able to chase them one. But it's funny because once she's really started walking, she's never going back, you know? So it's that thing. They don't go back to that. But it's so, oh, I don't know, like, it's just, it's, everything's such a gift, even though it's so challenging and you're allowed to say, oh my God, I hate this right now, but like it is But I don't want it to cool. change either. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, <laughs> yeah, things change really, really fast. Yeah. Susie, staying in a stage? Um, well, wishing- I, I felt both of my girls um, were, re- I mean, Sarah was a really easy sleeper early on and Hannah was the more difficult one. She didn't sleep through the night until almost six months and I... I knew there would be an end in sight, but it just kept going and going and going. And I was like, oh, my God, this is never going to end. But now I miss it. <laughs> so, so you love baby stage? 
I do, um, but I, I love this stage too. I mean, yeah. I love that I can have conversations with Sarah. I can, you know, we can have a full conversation and talk about our days, and she can ask me questions, and I'm, she and she that. wants yes. to know about my day and yeah, where I'm that. going That's and who's going to be there, yeah. and and she's very curious. So I love that too. Um, so all the stages are good. There, there's challenges, I think, with every stage. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I agree with Brad. It just goes way too fast. I mean, it, it went fast the first time. It's going even faster the second yeah. time. Um, but, you know, the fact that Sarah is like a year and a half away from kindergarten is just crazy to me. I felt like that was forever. And it's like around the corner. So, um, well, I think, and, and of course, one of your friends did the, the going to kindergarten podcast and it's, you know, the, that there's another landmark moment where yeah, you're just God. like, I'm going to be a wreck, you know, le- releasing <laughs> them out into this world oh and, and everything familiar for you changes. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, and, and it's no, it's not that different than for the first time mom starting school the first time, mm-hmm. but boy, oh boy, oh boy, it's, it's yeah. just, it's just all those unknowns. Yeah. And I think you know, how much of the whole relationship between, you know, understanding children and stages is, you know, you just can't predict what's coming. And when you, when you're at that tip of the iceberg of something just beginning and it's like, what, what are we, what are we, where are we heading, you know? And then, and then you just realize, well, I'll just roll with it. What's the, besides potty training, was there anything else that had that uncertainty to, um, I don't know if I can handle this stage. I don't know what this stage is asking of me. The sleeping thing, I think, is a big thing, like what Susie brought up, you know? Because, yeah, I, I did have good sleepers early on, and I can't, you know, because everyone has different things, so I feel lucky. But, like, I don't, in, in those, like, late nights, no matter how long they last, you're like, when when is he ever going to sleep through? Yeah. When and, is he ever and that gonna physical sleep, sleep deprivation just yeah. doesn't number on Yeah, it. so yeah. that's like a really big, uh, I felt like that was a big question. And then like when the sleep gets into disrupted, when is it going to get back to what we potentially right, had? Is right. it going to get back, you know? So I feel like the, that for a sleep thing um, is a big, you know, question mark of when that's going to get. We had a phase, I think Sarah was a little older than two, and she had tantrums and they would almost last over 45 minutes I mean they were intense and and there was just no turning back I mean we just had to stop everything we were doing and I mean luckily Hannah it was right around when Hannah was being born right after and so Hannah was obviously very easy we didn't have to worry about what she was doing but they were they were intense and and I kept saying oh my god these are never going to end and they did but in the moment it was like you just, I didn't see an end in sight. Yeah. So. Listening and, right now, sorry to cut you off. Listening uh, is like, when, when is he going to listen to me? Like, <laughs> when is he going to listen? I mean, I, I know with, as a parent-child dynamic, I don't know if you ever really listen, but like, <laughs> like when is he, like, when am I not going to have to scream his name five times or something and like threaten something? Like, or the or a bribing. I mean, I guess we're all bribed in life. I mean, we're incentivized by a lot of things. So bribing never, like, and that is actually, what's funny now is to say it like, your, these stages that develop from like day one, like they just evolve differently in life. Yeah. Like we're bribed, like you know, right? You become socialized yeah. into these yeah. conventions. I mean, well, it's I mean, it's like entitlement free. I mean, I always say like everyone 
is me, mine now entitled at two or at 18 months. It's like, gotta be my way, gotta be now, I can't wait, you know? And then we learn this executive function thing that helps us to self-manage, compensate for our vulnerabilities and, and shortcomings. And then we learn all these social emotional skills, but, when push comes to shove, all of us regress back to being two. Um, so it's you know that it's a big long journey, and and I think it is this. I, I think that is probably one of the biggest frustrations of parenthood is you know like you think it's good, it's all fixed and better, and that's like what what why are we doing this again? Like didn't I figure this out? And they're like masks. They're masked, <laughs> and then the masks come off, and they go back yeah. on. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a good description. And I and I, but I think what I what I love most about what you shared today um, is this idea. And and of course, I mean, there is an answer to the when will he listen? Right. Um, he'll listen differently in six months. <laughs> yeah. And um, and there is that whole podcast on on bribes and negotiation <coughs> and voice and choice. And again, it's similar to that dance. It's always the dance. It's always, you know, whether it's the attachment dance mm-hmm. with a newborn, whether it's the, you know, the the my, no and my way dance, whether it's the control and potty training. It's it's this dance that says, I have a vision of what I of what I want you to learn, the values that are important, how I'm going to guide you and lead you and help you and support you, and then here comes this person <laughs> that says. Yeah, but here's what I'm thinking, and and now you have to, you have to. It, it's it it never ends. I mean, and and every and every stage will bring these enormous challenges that that I think are part of, literally like the stages of growing into a human being that I love celebrating, but um, but I think what you said that I love so much for both of you, is the harder it will get, you know, in that cliche, big children, big problems, little children, little problems. It's like there's no shortcuts and it's it's really paying attention to the stages along the way that make you the person you are and the relationship as strong as it's going to be. And so, you know, you'll be prepared for every scary possibility that awaits you or that will catch you off guard. And, and it's that moment of, I'm proud of me. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of me as a parent. I like this even though yesterday I couldn't stand it yeah. because I see how I see it from their point of view, which is I'm, look at look at how cute I am, look how funny I am, look how smart I am, look how masterful I am. Uh, but let me let me give it back to you one more time for the wrap up. So the wrap up is always the same. How have you got this? Um, I think you've already given us a ton of wisdom, but how have you got this for right here, for right now, surviving um, and and just thriving in every age and stage? I mean, I think it's, I, I think there is a support system of some sort. And that's what I said as, you know, a millennial mom, like the crowdsourcing is there. Um, I think people are very open and honest uh about things um you know and i think you know you find your tribe your uh group of moms that you can you know relate to and your you know your uh you know raising children doesn't have to be exactly the same your parenting skills don't have to be exactly the same but you can feed off of each other um but you know it it is it again i just think part of it is it's 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 a big gift and sometimes it's a heavy gift that is you know maybe hard to unwrap exactly um or wrap <laughs> but um 
yeah, it's just that, like, you know, yes, we know it goes fast. That's the cliche everybody says. But um, it it will only continue to evolve. And it's it's just, it's... You really just have to laugh at so much of it. I love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you one more question so you have a little bit of time, uh, Susie. But and and that's because I could do a whole podcast with you on crowdsourcing and your tribe <laughs> yeah. because you are really a connector, and and I think that in a world where parenting is often done in a fishbowl mm-hmm. with a lot of judgment, criticism, and all of that you rise above it because you do know something very special about finding a tribe, creating a tribe. And and so can you say something about how you've got that? Because um, I think there's more to be said about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know what, no matter you say no judgment, there's judgment. Like, it's just, that's, that's the way it is. We do things differently, and, you know, you you it's just, that's, you know, that's how it is. But I think, you know, I feel... I feel like whether I've been fortunate enough to surround myself with people who have emotional intelligence or those are just the people I gravitate to, there is that emotional intelligence. I mean, I know it from a workplace. You know you want to have it in a social space also. And I think it's a very delicate thing for moms too because, you know, everyone kind of is like, oh, my gosh, you're child's doing this, mine's not doing this, or this and that, that I think you kind of just, you know, it's easier said than done, but you just kind of rise above. And I think um, it's, you know, it. I guess it's it can come more naturally or not naturally. And I've I've in that by this time I feel like I've been in a lot of you know it's only three and a half years that I've been a mom and you know pregnant before that, but I think I've been in different situations with different. Um, you know, different people, but I just feel like from even the mom, maybe you can't relate to it all. There's still something to be learned. And it's just, it's so, it's interesting, you know? And, and then there's so many like surprises you'll have. I had one this weekend of a, yeah, I just was really surprised when the mom told me something. I, I made a judgment. I would have never expected it. And when she said something, I was like, oh, okay. And I just was like, you just, you just don't know. You just have one more question. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, we've heard it said here on the podcast, um, and what I'm hearing you saying is that for your experience, being a mom, being a parent is not lonely. Is that true? Oh, not, yeah, I haven't experienced that at all. I, you know, I mean, I do, I will say, I, I don't remember it as much with my second, but the first time that night, I, I, I was like that. I slept on the couch, so I didn't want my husband to be woken up. And I, you know, at three in the morning, you're nursing and you're like, and it's like that darkness. Like, is anyone else awake now? Like doing this, which there were people, you know, and we lived in New York City, so there were many people up, but like at the moment I was like this this feels like very alone you know so there were like in in those weird points but I think that's anyone who wakes up in the but middle of the night full moments. right but then I think no I don't think it's lonely I think it's also there are like anything in life when you're going through your own dark moment it does feel like you are alone but you know and that can be you know parenting or non-parenting that's that's a whole different um subject but that being said yeah no I mean I think I yeah and what whatever whether you're a working mom a part-time working mom a you know a juggling mom a stay-at-home mom whatever you want to character you know yourself at that yeah no there is I never have felt 
allowed. And I just want and I just want to put that together with this com- with this conversation about stages because if you can find that support and that connection and and that you don't feel like you're the only one going through something, I think there's a huge secret there too. So right. thank you for sharing all of that. Susie, how have you got this? Um, I just know that stages are all stages. I mean, that it will pass um, to embrace it and enjoy it because, you know, it does go fast and obviously three and a half years have flown by. Um, but I'm excited to see, you know, the girls grow up too. So I'm excited to see how they age and how they change and all that. So um, so I, I think not that I wasn't confident with Sarah, but I've become more confident um, as it's been more years. And I think it's just all fun and And I think because, I mean, after that moment in class when you're like, I hate this stage, (laughs) and then you walked into it and went, no, I'm feeling great about it. I mean, it's annoying, and it's difficult, (laughs) and it's challenging, but it's like, no, I'm loving it as much as it's challenging me. So thank you both very, very much. Our pleasure. (laughs) So that's the mess for today. We appreciate you listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. Seeing little people learn and grow, listening to parents taking a crazy, uncertain journey, loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules, you write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Oh, 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 wait. We're growing too. So if you had a great time today, please spread the word to a friend. You can also join our conversation on Facebook. That's with Karen Deerwester. And there's great parenting resources for you at www.familytimeinc.com. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to everyone at B'nai Torah Congregation for this lovely space. Thank you, David Dweck, for that sweet voiceover. And thanks to the front and the follow for the song listen. We are listening. Thanks, everyone. See you next week.